There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Did you just turn on a washing machine? <laughs> it's not like a fucking airplane starting, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> are you under 6'10", but can shoot threes and can play defense? You may be entitled to a Mavericks roster spot. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today is my fellow Mavs fan for life. You can find him at Reddit Mavericks. Ruben Tomas, how are you feeling this time of night? This is a different time for us normally. It's a very, dude, we're recording like 12 hours late. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been a, I'm, I'm good. I'm on vacation, just chilling. Decided to, you know, do the podcast while I'm on vacation. No one's mad at all at me yeah, for this. So. Totally. Yes, we're, we're going to ignore the, the desires of your partner at yep. the moment. Yep. So uh, with us today, we got a special guest. Uh, one of the best kept secrets in the Twitterverse, Dirk Nowitzki's evil doppelganger, Squish41. What delightful hell have you been up to, sir? Hey, baby. Uh, <laughs> just... Drinking it in, man. Yeah, drinking in uh, the this diet soda free agency. That was, <laughs> yeah, got the job done, but it wasn't as good as regular soda. Right, yeah, right. Where yeah. it's just like, well, okay, it's the last thing in the fridge. We'll take it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's the last thing. <laughs> this this off season has definitely kicked off. Uh, kind of like the just the hiss of popping open a diet coke, where it's like, oh, this seems interesting to, oh, all right, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty good. Um, I'm personally excited about the, the Mavericks moves. Uh, they have disregarded height, which, you know, as a short person, I love. I love that they have <laughs> said, you know what, size doesn't matter. And uh, we're going to have two freakishly tall people amongst a sea of six foot seven people. It's going to be great. I'm really excited about it. Um, with What I am referring to is, of course, uh, through the draft and free agency uh, and actually – I guess we haven't really signed many people. I guess the only sign we had was uh, Mesa Wundu. I know his name's not Mace, but I'm going to only call him that. Yeah, that's such a good nickname, too. Mesa <laughs> Wundu. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, from the Orlando Magic, I did, I did not watch enough Magic basketball to see what this guy played. So I wish well, I could. Collie Stein. So, oh, I guess. Well, and I agree. Resigning guys, I just don't count as free. Oh, agency. they're resigning. Yeah, they're they're, they're I'm following like now. yes. I, I ultimately like free agency. I'm just like, all right, who did we acquire that we did not previously have? Uh, <laughs> retaining guys to me is not that exciting, but it's good. I, I'm glad that we retained both Willie Cauley Stein and Trey Burke, um, and of course the uh, the plethora of six foot seven people we got. Um, which is super exciting. Uh, we got Josh Green, uh, number 18th overall. Uh, Tyler Bay, six foot seven dude out of Colorado. Um, some really, really intriguing picks. Uh, Squish, what was your first reaction uh, after the draft in like the first couple of days of uh, the offseason? Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of wings. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Call, we, we better call this we, pluckers. We got ourselves a whole uh, bunch we, of wings. We became a pluckers. 
almost overnight. It's we great. really fucking I, did. I, too. I was sad to see Seth go. There True. are no better three-point shooters in the land, but when he's not hitting his shots, he offers very little otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So to bring in some guys that might be able to stop people, that's yeah. a new thing we haven't seen in about eight, ten years. I know. So it was like, it's been a while pretty since exciting. we've been. We... It got even better. It was like, oh, Josh Richardson. Yeah. Oh, Australian guy. <laughs> I, I'm not Josh that familiar Green. with I'm not that familiar with college basketball. But no, Josh Green and looking at highlights of him for a good thirty minutes and Perfect. seeing the I hate the term motor. You know, he's got a great motor. <laughs> That's like lateral quickness. Buddy, buddy, buddy got a motor though. Like he right. was full court like <laughs> I've wrestled alligators. Like wow. <laughs> like, no, crocodiles. Crocodiles. Would you say he has the right qualifications? He does have the right qualifications, Don Denny. <laughs> I don't know what this accent is. Crikey, I'm sticking with it. Um, yeah, you I'm think ex- you're I think using he'll a right away. He could. I think he comes. I think he gets good bench minutes if he shows up and has a good camp. But uh, a good, a lot a of people, good quick camp. The ringer yeah. wrote up. Uh, you know, we can't forget about uh, Tyrell Terry, dude. That's the guy that Hopefully, I think I'm most excited about. The heir to the Terry name in a Mavs uni. Um, he was also drafted 31. Which drafted is 31, which is Just weird. poetic, right? bro. Yeah, like, very poetic. <laughs> but a lot of people think he's the steal of the draft. The a lot Ringer of people are saying that. The yeah. Ringer even wrote an article that night saying that very thing. So yeah, I, think, I think Kevin O'Connor was like hype about it on Twitter. You know, totally. you can shoot like, the piss out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, like James Johnson can beat the shit <laughs> M the piss out of some MMA and sure Porzingis can tingus can the learn piss out of some pingus whatever that means <laughs> you I'm heard excited. it here first folks <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm excited back back to Tyrell Terry so it's super cool so every almost every website lists that dude as six two uh, or like six foot even and apparently, or according to like the, the gym prep video. So, I mean, I don't know what the official measurements are, but like this guy, like the main knock on him was that he was like six foot and 150. Um, to put that into context in the NBA, there wasn't a guy that was under 170 that played like more than like 30 minutes or whatever. Um, so uh, what's amazing is like basically from when he went to Stanford. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So when he went to Stanford, he came in six foot one fifty. And he is now standing at six three one seventy, which is insane. Like that's just like twenty pounds of muscles in about a year is. It's like, a lot. That's yeah. that is a difference maker. But also, like he's he's looking like an NBA player, not just like a scrawny yeah. kid that just happens to shoot threes. Um, and yeah, he put on twenty pounds of muscle, right? Twenty pounds of muscle yep. and a, and. Across the board, everyone says that he is one of the smartest basketball people in the draft, just understands the game. And when you talk to him about it, it's very clear that he went to Stanford, not so much like, you know, oh, yeah, I I put the ball in the hoop. Like, this guy understands. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, with that, like, with that increased height as well, it's like, all right, cool. This dude's now, like, actual point guard. Like, it's not like the typical Mavericks uh, downfall of us – loving short 
tryhards. <laughs> like <laughs> as much as much as I love JJ Perea, I love you so much, and you know Devin Harris, and there's and one could even say Jason Terry to an extent as far as his defensive limit uh, limitations. Uh, it's cool to see like, all right, cool. They got a, a young core that's coming in here. And they also got a boatload of uh, undrafted free agents that we're, we're, we will talk about later. So The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams shredding their stuff. You might not be able to make a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and even coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh- before we go off the rails any further than we already do, um, we are going to just jump into questions because most of them are, we're going to be addressing. Uh, so we're not even going to do segments. We're just going to jump right into questions, uh, talking about uh, what you guys want to hear. So uh, what do we got first? All right. First one comes from Grace. A good friend, Grace, uh, asks, not even, not even like NBA related, really. But uh, actually, yeah. Kind well, of which, which is rare for her. You know. Yeah. Uh, why do you always ask questions when I'm not fully sober? Mm-hmm. Also, hi, can you tell Reddit Mavs GF? I love her. I'll let her know later. <laughs> and also, <laughs> are you going to a game if they open to a percentage capacity? I mean, uh, I'd lo- I'd love to, but like from what I gather, it sounds like you would have to get tested uh, at that at the facility. Yeah. Uh, that seems yeah. to be like the main. Uh, that's what I am hearing. Um, source my inside sources tell me uh that the biggest like financial hurdle that a lot of nba teams are facing for opening up to even a limited capacity is the cost of testing what would it be like so like the the uh, aac is like 20k max capacity give or take so they're looking at i think the percentage is like five thousand dollars they're doing like 25 percent capacity so that's people spread out whatever yeah but 5,000 tests, they all take 15 minutes. Like it's, it's go- it would be tricky, but they're looking to do it at least the right way, I think. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'm willing to get an ice pick in the nose to watch my Mavericks play this year, but you know, I might do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, I'm down for the good old frontal lobotomy so I can watch some Luca play. <laughs> yeah. No, Mavs. Oh, <laughs> Let's I'm not go so Mavs. <laughs> I'm not so sure if I even like. I don't know, dude. It just seems like things are clearly getting worse in Texas. I don't know if y'all saw, but oh yeah, you know, yesterday we had to, we had two K cases in uh-huh. one day, which is like I get not to good. See not it good. firsthand every weekend. You, you, you mm-hmm. see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so. I mean, whenever you're not doing your evil deeds, uh, right. contrary to whatever right. whatever charity Dirk Davitsky's doing, you're doing a uh, or you're p- plotting an organization to make it worse. <laughs> I, I'm. <laughs> Tying Knicks fans to railroad tracks, waiting for a train to come by. Just but twirling your pull, mustache. I pull them away at the last second. Nah, then show them a bad tweet I wrote about them. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm going to go. I'm still on the fence about it. Uh, my profession uh, has me, you know, being face to face with kids all day. Sure. So I'm already kind of exposed already. So I don't know. Very ending the day covered in slime. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. So, yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna go? Are you gonna go squish at all? Um, if the Mav Delorean will let me borrow his armor. Ah, yes. Very good. Shout out to that guy. That, that's a great account. I wish that I had thought of. That, 
that's such a good name too. That dude hit on out and that's a very good Halloween costume for somebody. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Next question comes from Micah, and this was clearly this was clearly asked uh, after the free agency today. But um, if KP gets hurt again, does Luca go around and say what the fuck? We should have done better in free agency. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just, I'm imagining, I don't know why my brain went to that. Um, have you seen that SNL skit where Andy Samberg is Mark Wahlberg? Yes. I'm imagining that, but it's Luca bending over talking to KP's knee. <laughs> what the fuck, knee? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm a cartoon. Uh, Last question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think that Luca looks around and is like, "What the fuck?" and says that we should have done more? Well, here's the, the I, okay. Something that I want to express uh, explicitly to all Mavericks fans: free agency hasn't worked for us unless you count the max contracts to Harrison Barnes. Like, there, we have not got or or Wes Matthews for that matter. Like, we cannot look back at those high dollar contracts and be like, "Yes." That brought us wins. Uh, I mean, it, it brought us uh, some scrappiness. It brought us some very like professional, like awesome people that I'm glad have money now, it, because now they're going to be like. I don't know if Harrison Barnes signs another contract that's going to be anywhere close to that. And and we are we're already seeing West Matthews bounce around the league under minimum contracts now, uh, post his his Achilles injury. So. What, who are we thinking we're getting? Like, and when I'm hearing people ask, like, you know, should we have been more aggressive in free agency? It's like, well, do you remember what happened when we went all in for Dwight Howard and Deron Williams? You know, it's like that, that's ultimately what set us back however many years and pretty much pissed away Dirk's last prime years. Like, we didn't even give, like, the opportunity to defend our 2011 championship. So, now, granted, that was 10 years ago. Most of the people that are on Twitter right now weren't born then. So, um, I don't know. That, that, that's my issue is that, like, yes, who are we getting that in free agency that they think is really going to move the needle for us? Is it spending $15 million a year on Serge Ibaka? I don't know. Like, I know that's not what he got for L.A., but, like, that's what we probably would have to pay in order to swing him away from L.A., which seems to be a mm-hmm. place that people will work for free to go there. Like, and or be Dwight Howard and just decide he wants to go to Philly all of a sudden. That was weird. The whole thing <laughs> that, was that so was weird, the weirdest swerve <laughs> I, I can remember. Don't stop honestly. being Dwight, Dwight Howard. Just Jesus Christ. Keep, keep, Dwight's going to Dwight, man. That was second, great. Second best that was Dwight great. It wasn't even for like a greener pasture either. It's just a weird <laughs> choice because he's a weird uh, dude. That's my idea. <laughs> well, and he's going back to f- fucking... Uh, Oh, the the GM that's uh former just uh, there Mori bro yeah he's going back to Moray that did not like him like it's like he's like, like I'm just gonna, gonna go back to the Lakers and repeat and Daryl's like we got cheesesteak over here oh shit I'm on my way I've never had one before fuck it so so, Wait, so you going... have to tell me this steak has cheese in it there's a steak it's got a, a cheese it a cheese it in it so, so in a similar but, um, vein in a similar vein. Um, another guy, Keaton, asked. I, I still had thoughts on that question. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Can I, can can I just? Yeah. One, just a thought I had while Don was talking. It, Which was a lot. Looking, <laughs> looking at, and we love it. Uh, looking oh. at free agency, though, I thought I just, I just, you know, guys have to want to come to your team too. Mm-hmm. And looking at it, um, 
from a biased lens, right? You're a Mavs fan. We know how good Luca is, but it's not Luca's league yet. So you've got these guys. Take a 35-year-old Marcus All, for example. That's like, oh shit, I can go to Dallas. Luca's really good. I can go to LA to play with LeBron James, who has already won multiple championships and has Anthony Davis. That's more of a sure thing if I'm trying to compete. That's just one example. It's not Luca's league yet. It's it's coming. And I think Luca knows his time is coming. So do I think if KP gets hurt, he's going to look at the, the front office and be like, what the fuck, guys? No one's in control of KP's knees except for the basketball gods. You know? That's I don't true. think he's going to be mad because we all know how good KP is when he gets to play. So, like, we did what we could. Have we? I don't think we know enough about what we were trying to do for us to sit here and be like, we didn't try hard enough. You know? <laughs> Have we considered some sort of sacrifice to the basketball gods in order to keep uh, KP's knees healthy? Do we know anybody that we can do some sort of seance? Or... I need to look into that, actually. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Rube's on that. That's great. Uh, glad we got <laughs> IT on that for our goat sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever no, so... sacrifice uh, that lets DJ Augustine go off on the Mavs all the time. We need that, but that applies yes. for a whole season against all teams for all of our players. Anyway. So, so in the summer, Van Keaton also asked, you know, you know, he sees teams like the Lakers and the Warriors, you know, aggressive during free agency, and you know, and it's tender results and wins, you know, like so. He's asking why wouldn't we follow that upward that trend as well. It doesn't help that, or it does help that they also arguably have one of the top three players in the league right now, much to what uh, Squish was saying earlier, that it's not Luca's league yet. Luca is very good and, and is projected to be potentially better if he keeps up at the clip that he's at right now. Mm-hmm. But this idea, well, and also what people need to realize specifically about Dallas, it's like Texas isn't a destination. Uh, it's not like as much as I love Dallas and I, and it's, it's, it feels more and more like home every time I come back to it from Austin, but there's a, there's not the media hype. There's not the, the celebrity benefits that LA or or New York Mm -hmm. have to offer. Like there's a reason that Katie's in Brooklyn. It's not because it's really not even because of Brooklyn so much as it was like, I can establish my brand in a different way and have more access to business ventures. And like, it's not that that's not capable in Dallas and like Mark Cuban would bend over backwards to get any decent NBA star here. But I think we've realized that like, all right, we need to grow for where we have more control over the situation, be it through the draft and through trades. And I think we're doing an amazing job. Sorry. And not to mention, like, I think we've just completely switched out a culture of very passive players that were pretty good offensively to some tough motherfuckers. Like I love that we have swapped up Josh Jackson, who is pretty much like he has the defensive tenacity of a paper towel. Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. Sorry. Josh Jackson. We got Josh Jackson and we just shipped him away without even (laughs) signing him. It was disrespectful. It was awful. (laughs) Justin Jackson, my mistake. Seth Curry, who's a fantastic three-point shooter, but about it, and, like, does mean faces because Paul George did something, something, TMZ, I don't care. And then we have – then we got away with DeLon Wright, who's about as – he is a passive point guard that does okay defensively, sort of. And now we've got – Josh Richardson that loves getting in somebody's grill. We got the black belt that is James Johnson – and 
we've got a bunch of kids. That, I don't know. They got some fight in them. And I, I'm excited about that culture change. And I think if we were going to improve anything, we did it the right way. We didn't dismantle our front five of or our best five players. We got our bench stronger and made our rotation more interesting. So, yeah. So I don't, so, so yeah, I don't think that the Lucas looking around like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. That's just overall as a, I went cowherd there. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Overall though, as as a fan of the team, we didn't take a step backwards and that is a bare minimum of what you could ask for. But our biggest, we do love taking setbacks though. We, we do. We need, we need a big Kali Stein with, more rick carlisle time and you know with all the work he was showing off putting it like i'm very intrigued i don't Mm -hmm. think that was a bad fallback but i do have more thoughts on that for later um, because i don't necessarily think it was a fallback um but we've got defensive minded wings that can shoot the ball and if we know anything about the quote unquote luca effect is those dudes are going to be wide open a lot and they're a lot better than they did and um and it's not even there's so much flexibility with our lineups. It's going to be really exciting to see what the rookies do. Cause I think that's going to dictate how the, the depth chart pans out. Yeah, I think that um, I think Josh Richardson is coming for Hardaway's minutes. I really do. Oh, I yeah. think that people are going to be surprised that James Johnson sees a lot of run at the power forward. And it's probably going to take minutes away from people like Dwight Powell, for example, because he's coming off an Achilles tear. Yeah. We just have so many different looks, but the fact that we can throw Luca out at the one and be six foot six or taller across the board is everybody. Damn cool. I wouldn't be shocked if Trey Burke is the only actual PG on the roster that gets a significant amount of playing time for the most part during the season, depending on how people show up to camp and, how good the rookies are and all that stuff. So yeah, I think Luca's happy with how things are going. All things considered, yeah. Let's see, next question comes from Jennifer. Um, she asked, "Anything you didn't like about the Mavs drafting trades?" Let's see, I mean, to, to be honest, no. I think it's all a lot of low risk, high yeah. reward stuff. That's I mean, what I'm feeling too. Yeah, I'd, you know, definitely. Um, no complaints. I. I what you know i'll tell you what stung was the the bane movement right we all thought okay yeah that was was my one then in the most mavs way ever we get trolled in the pick before like i knew as soon as the trade was happening it's like the grizzlies were checking twitter yeah like oh wait that's who the mavs are getting no 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 and um we recovered nicely because then you get uh tyler bay who could be something he was a was pack 10 defensive player of the year in college no we got tyrell terry Tyrell Terry was thirty first. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, but I'm saying we got the 30. we got the pick. Right. The, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. From the trade. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great fallback. I was like, wow, I feel really good all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, dude, I I would grade like our our uh, our grade our draft was an A, mm. probably an A plus. Capital um, A. You know, uh, I would grade free agency, and the only thing about free agency really like for us here is that we didn't have any money. You know. We had like the mid-level exception. That was kind of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we were, our hands were kind of tied, you know, financial-wise this year. Next year's a different story. But this year, mm-hmm. you know, like what we did with that, you know, was pretty fucking good. You know, like, yeah, we got to re-sign Willie. We got, uh, we got re-sign Willie. We re-signed Trey Burke. Like, 
those are you know just easy like low again like low uh low risk moves for us you know mm-hmm. i also like, thought Ray burke outplayed delon wright and he out exactly, exactly numerous oh. times outplayed yeah. seth curry and so there's a bunch of guys that i thought ultimately were underperforming and we've got in new guys that at the very least are personality uh just surges of energy uh the only to add on what you're saying like i guess the only thing that i would want to maybe change i mean i was i still love presser achiria and i i i'm excited about josh green i think he's going to be a fun player i our wing rotation is now so deep i don't know if he breaks out and he gets more minutes um i i haven't seen enough tape on him to like judge it one way or the other he does seem like a significantly better shooter than uh, achuya so that was the one like that across the board the only thing that achuya doesn't do well he just doesn't shoot well he doesn't shoot free throws well he doesn't shoot threes well like so that's i I just wanted the precious and also (laughs) i i learned that i learned the got the 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 jewel of the draft was hearing the rest of his siblings names have you heard oh yes so real quick real quick Precious, Achiria. yeah. It's actually the first thing that comes up is <laughs> siblings. Uh, it they are God's gift, God, promise, grace, and peace. Love uh, it. Yeah, I love it. No, there's God's gift and God's will. Can you I imagine? It, can you imagine being on Tinder where you're just like, "Hi, my friends call me God for short." Like, are you kidding me? God. God's God's will is my full name. That sounds like a one of those bad uh, church billboards. Swipe right on God. Oh, Jesus. Do you super like God? Super like the Lord. There's, there's some of those, like going down 35. So. I, think, I think we just described ChristianMingle.com. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Let's see. Next question. So Tall Traveler asked two questions. Sure. Um, first one being, uh, what is the meaning of life? 42. Max one. Yeah, I was say like, damn, God, that is better. Okay, <laughs> did I did I tell you, did I say this on the pod once uh, about a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Why the answer for life is forty two? No, uh, no. So it's it's kind of cool. So this is a little bit more insightful than me just seemingly being a dick and saying a, a number. Um, so forty two was uh, something that Douglas Adams used in like this very like old computer uh, computing language. Um, and 40, the, the computing language that he was typing in, they didn't have a character for an asterisk. Like it doesn't like, it didn't work in the coding language. So they would use the numbers 42, which would mean an asterisk. And an asterisk would be like whatever they're putting it in the, 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 the formula, it would mean whatever you want it to be. So it was literally like oh, a blank space. Okay. So when someone says like, what is the meaning of life? They say 42. There's actually a little bit more depth to it which i thought was really whatever, sweet. You, whatever you want to be okay there you go cool very nice okay uh second question uh oh, this is for me oh shit um <laughs> do you ever stop and think about some of your silly ass tweets and now mark cuban might see them because he follows you okay really quick have you been tweeting ass tweets and why no, haven't i seen? Have okay, okay. Have no no no, those are for later. <laughs> no. Ask those, are for, those are for the misses. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah, are for, for Mrs. For, for, Reddit Maps. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't... So when he first followed me, like, he actually followed me on Christmas Day, which was, like, fucking crazy, but... Sure. And I, was, I was actually with, like, my my future you know in-laws, like, hanging out with them, and I was, like... I had to go to the bathroom, because I, I had to check, and I was like, oh, shit, like, 
it's like someone told, someone told me, like, Mark Cuban followed you, Mark Cuban followed you. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I had to go check. But uh, I mean, I don't really have any, uh, I don't know. Like, you see my tweets, whatever. Like, he follows quite a number of people already. Like, I don't think he has any muted, though, because he will like some of them on occasion. I'm like, oh, shit, he liked this. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, it's not going to change who I am, like, as a Twitter account. Like, I'm going to tweet what I tweet, you know? Uh, there's only one person on Twitter that could ever make me like change like the language I use, and you know she hasn't told me not to. So you know, that's right. Dorothy by the Dorothy Gentry by the way, only okay. person on Twitter. Why would you be like where, if she told me she was like she was uh, disappointed in me? I'd feel so bad because she's <laughs> like she's like Mav's Twitter's mom. So <laughs> like, let's shout out to Dorothy. I love Dorothy, but, but yeah, uh, no, I don't really. No, I know. I you know it doesn't really phase me if he likes her tweets or not. He's just. He's a guy worth billions. That's all he is. So, you know, he's only responsible for the reason that we're doing this entire podcast. <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's <laughs> our, you know, <laughs> no pressure whatsoever on that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> if I followed me, I would just check my spelling more. <laughs> that would just be it. I am so terrible <laughs> at it. We're like autocorrect. I'm just like, oh, here's a funny thought. And it's just like, oh, yeah, that just sounds like just, yeah, w- word salad. He'd mute squish. <laughs> If he follows, he's, he's, there's no way he doesn't have me muted. I will have you know. I, half of my existence for like the first two, three years that I was on Twitter was talking shit to Rockets fans and trolling yeah. cubes about yeah, not exactly. drafting Giannis. <laughs> there's no way. He and I mean, tweet about something completely off topic. And I'd be like, hey, remember that time you didn't draft Giannis? <laughs> And, you know, and guys, there's a, there's a chance that he may be on the pod sometime in the future, so oh, so God. we're definitely we'll definitely get Squish on there just to talk to him one to one and see. If, I would, and see no, if, it, we, it was, we, and, we and, can't and we cannot thing. pull it, a Jerry Springer on Mark. It's Kevin. it's it's, it's all good natured. Um, <laughs> obviously, you haven't really look talked better now. You really, yeah, you haven't really gone on anymore. I've never, I've never disliked Mark Cuban, but we, I just I, there was that. <laughs> You know, when you got good friends, you do you, you goof and your friends roast you for it. That was that's all that was. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. Yeah, it's just been a good good natured roasting on Squish. That's, that's, that's a fucking exactly. PR that's answer. That's all too. it is. It's good natured until you start. I just uh, until you start bragging about one of my team's players being injured. Okay. And it, I then I it's would not good natured. No. I would shit a brick with my fist if I saw a fucking squish. <laughs> like uh, like we're talking to Mark Cuban. What are the people like? What are my role models of like someone that I I follow his financial advice for my own personal finance? Like and it's helped me. Like someone that's been a a very big part of my life. And I'm just like okay, uh, you know that guy that's been roasting you for about the last ten years on Twitter. Well, here's. He's with us too. So, uh, yeah, he's here. Like, Come he's on here. down. Like, <laughs> like, he's the father. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's like that grand reveal. I would not know how to handle that. It's like, okay, I'll never talk to this man again. I've always, I, look, I'll put it this way I've always loved Mark Cuban, even before I understood <laughs> who or what Mark Cuban was just as a concept, because my mother used to do uh, the concessions with her okay. dance studio because like oh, okay you could do that and like fundraise yeah and uh, he'd always come by and be very nice to them so i've always known mark cuban the nice guy before yeah. i knew oh he owns the maps oh, oh he owns the fucking team i love oh, wow. like, <laughs> let's see yeah, next awesome question motor. next question comes from james very tame <laughs> question this week by the way dude <laughs> james um, he asked uh 
if you could be the patron saint of anything, of something, what would it be? Hmm. So that's a Catholic thing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, eating an entire pizza in one sitting. So dedicated to the exact like one of the seven deadly sins of gluttony. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> the dude. patron saint of gluttony. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna be the patron saint of envy, or or I don't know. Uh, Where would Twitter trolling fall under? Oh Jesus. That, I, like, that would be that I, would be I would, I would, I would nominate that. I would nominate Squish for being the patron saint. Yeah, that'd be good. Trolling. Oh uh, yeah, the patron saint of trolling. I accept. Trolling <laughs> one specific fan base. You, you better, <laughs> you better update your Twitter bio now. <laughs> uh, I'm doing it. If you're listening, check. You can hold me to it. I, I'm... <laughs> well, what would, what would be yours? Here we go. Uh, Let's see. I would probably be the patron saint of uh, not getting a hangover. Ooh, uh, that is that is be- helpful because i haven't had a hangover in like six years now so it's also like i'd i'd be the patron i'd be the patron saint of merging like just i'm so good at letting just merging going. like lanes yeah merging lanes like, okay. like it's like wow i didn't have to like break hard or like speed up fuck? this guy this guy was perfect he gave me the right amount of space wow wow that guy was so good at merging <laughs> It's also like just dependent on everyone around me to null my actions. Jesus. All right, let's see. Next question <laughs> comes from Mav's Facebook. Oh, Jesus. I love this guy. <laughs> I love you so much. I will eventually make my way to Kentucky. We can have some bourbon together. But until then, um, do it. he said that realistically, how long do you think you all could last in the, in the cage against James Johnson? I don't know how fast is a punch. <laughs> it's like a point five second. I don't know, bro. Give me like I, like five seconds. I can't. Like four four seconds of me talking shit and just one just me being on the floor. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't take into consideration like the possibility of me pulling like a full bone saw and just taunting him for two minutes <laughs> before he ends my life. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I just I just in here, James. Listen, <laughs> James. Fucking them out. Two minutes yeah. of playtime. Because what? Because a round is what? Two, two minutes, right? That's what it is. Oh, yeah, I could. Two, three minutes. I think two like that. But I don't watch MMA. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. Human uh, yeah, cockfighting. Probably about five seconds. What do you think, uh, Squish? What happened? What? Oh, you're just changing his his bio. Anyway, uh, how long could you last in the cage against James Johnson? Hmm. Oh no! <laughs> well, Don's like, how long is it? Like, what move is he going with? Do I get to know? <laughs> I think he's a grappler. I think I don't he's know. A grappler? No, but, no, he, no. but he there. There was an article that said that he did a spinning heel kick to the. Okay, rim. So maybe a kicker then. I don't know, bro. James <laughs> Johnson fighting style, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I definitely tried to look this up before. I couldn't find shit. Uh, he's he's karate, and he is uh, he is also undefeated in seven MMA matches as well as twenty kickboxing. Jesus, dude. oh my god! Yeah, no. <laughs> what an animal! I'm gonna god. say I don't know how long this would take in real time, but I'm imagining it like those Roadrunner kind of Wiley Coyote cartoons where oh, Wiley Coyote looks both ways to cross the street, and the second he's even remotely in the street just gets flattened yes. <laughs> yeah. just right there it'd be, it'd be like that but a six foot nine guy is 
foot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God damn, I suck at Okay. Did you guys see the slap boxing thing of him and Serge Ibaka? There's like a moment where they like got in a tussle and like oh, yeah. it's like the it looks like a scene from dragon ball z where they're just like shadow boxing it's like, <laughs> like not a single punch was land but it was close like it was <laughs> i sat there doing the like heavy anime breathing <sighs> hey, i love that that's my favorite part of those <laughs> he's lucky he didn't fight mountain dew abaka i'm gonna call back <laughs> to my own joke <laughs> tommy so grant posted a gif <laughs> He posted a gif of just like some kid asking, have you ever had dreams that you had? What the fuck? Yeah, it's like, no. that's like, a no, cop, no, no. that's like, a, that's like an old internet meme. Of Is like, it? Dude, yeah, it's like, it's like this little kid that can't quite finish a question, uh, but it eventually ends up as a question. So I have had dreams and they're of Grant. <laughs> Thank you, Grant. Love you, bud. Yeah. Let's see. Next question comes from a, Tony Pollard's stand account. Great. He had a great game today, actually. Sure did. Um, how would you feel about D Rose trade? No, thank you. That's what that was. I was like, Droz trade, like no, D Rose. Like, Droz. I was like, like, like Andros, like no. uh I did not know what it was. I was like, is that drowsy? Like, is he trading us his drowsy in Pokemon? <laughs> What's no, that's D-Rose. trade for drowsy. A D Rose I, I just don't see D Rose on this team. It doesn't like when yeah, we have now. I, I look at D Rose as like slightly better Trey Burke, and I'd rather have Trey Burke. I'm, I'm going to say juncture. that. At this, at this yeah. juncture. At this I, yeah, I don't see the difference at this juncture with what I, we saw at him in the bubble in the playoffs. Well, and also just like. like Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe a D Rose stand is going to come at me for that, but I, I, that Trey I, Burke was real damn good. I'm really happy that D Rose is still in the league and still producing at in starters minutes um, for arguably one of the worst teams in the league um and i don't know i mean i i see they've maybe built a team around him i don't quite understand what's going on in detroit right now um i they got a lot of draft picks in what was considered a pretty weak draft so they were just doubling down on like we just need youth and get luke Kennard out of here and so all right so i guess derose is the derose is the guy um i just derose 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 Sorry, that's just throws. That's <laughs> uh, the next question comes right. from his arch nemesis is D Columns. Stop! That... <laughs> trying to drink water. God, <laughs> so All right, next question comes from Weasley. Uh, he asked, Doug "If you were if you were a free agent <laughs> and could be signed to your own to your favorite company slash brand, what company slash brand would you be? Would it be, and for what?" I like to sign with cores for doing yard work, handyman stuff around the house. That's a good one. Well, I think we already know the answer, and that's... Hey guys, just a reminder, football is in full effect, and BetOnline is doing everything they can to make sure you get in on every imaginable prop this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to bet online today and use promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up opportunities. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Support for the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I like that rhyme there. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Mercy. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Thank God for that. 
It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Likely pun intended, Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. Guys, don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The Perfect Package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those old, overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, or your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. What brand? I guess like Nike. I love Nike a lot. That was my thought. I was like Nike, but I don't know. I thought it'd be... <laughs> I don't want another man's body as my logo. <laughs> you know, that's that's my one knock Fellas, against Jordan. Something that's, that's not even like NBA adjacent. So something weird. I don't know. Something fun like you know, Hyundai. Something reliable and <laughs> cost efficient. I'd like to be sponsored by Roku. Roku. I use okay. Roku. You know, just like just send me free shit. <laughs> like you know what? Like some like I think like Lagavulin would be badass. Like like a really nice scotch. <laughs> like it's like uh, like scotch doesn't sponsor anybody unless they've already made their money. <laughs> like they don't they don't pick like an up and comer. They already pick like guys like Nick Offerman or Pacquiao yeah. or somebody. It's like yeah 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 some some guy that's already made his career. <laughs> Squish, what would you pick? I would be sponsored by New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking country New Zealand. The country of New Zealand. And what would you get out of that? Um, he, he would get New Zealand. <laughs> quality time in New Zealand, baby. Nice. Love it. Hang out yeah. with the prime minister and shit. Hey, yeah, did you get, see this tweet? Hang out on uh, Lord of the Rings uh, sets. You know? Hang out. Yeah, you, get to, you get to <laughs> hang out in Mordor. Chilling Hobbiton. <laughs> My own little room there. All right, let's see. Next question comes from the Don Luca. He asks, Lane, he asks, how valuable do you think Tyler Bay's defensive abilities will be for us this year? Very. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, again, like, we drafted or traded for very – a lot of defensive-minded dudes, and uh, he's probably one of those as well. And, Man, you know, he's going to – he's going to earn those fucking minutes. Yeah, he, his highlights were my favorite just because, again, I never know anything about the college guys other than – like the lottery drafts, I really dig in. I'm like, all right, who do I need to be paying attention to? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, looking up his highlights, I, I, I just watching some of the nasty defensive sequences he had and just the rim protection, his freaking stretch Armstrong arms. Like, I was like, he's six seven. He has like a seven two wingspan. Something yeah, straight. it's insane. He's a knuckle but, driver. I mean, his instincts. I mean, I, I I was just sitting there thinking, please be good in the NBA. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Please be good in the NBA. Seven, and I hope he is. How seven crazy would it be if we had three really, yeah, three really good rookies? Jesus, like, dude. what is, could it be? Could it happen? I I, it could happen. It's bro. exciting. Uh, Tyler Bay broke the max vertical record at the draft combine. So Holy shit. Really? That's something, <laughs> something to throw at you. Um, I, I, just, I just feel like that, that record will be constantly broken, like from now on, just like 
yeah. it's just guys just are just bigger freaks like you yeah. know like every every year i'm sure someone's what like a bleat frog with a annual or yeah. long just, break and, just you know. a just a pogo stick with arms yeah. <laughs> let's see next question comes from chris lopez what's My up dude. chris i know i love the dude anyway he says, uh, now that we have a black belt karate badass on the team with Ben Johnson <laughs> and a badass in general, Luca, will Mark Cuban and the Mouse petition to get the ninja style headbands unbanned? I don't know if we can unlock that prowess. I think that's probably too dangerous for the league. I know, dude. It just, it just, I, I don't know, bro. There's a bunch of ninjas on our fucking team. I think, it would, I think it would just, at some point, an entire team would be nothing but those headbands. <laughs> But goddamn, dude, I love those headbands so much. I enjoyed them as They're well. They're so fucking cool. <laughs> I want them back. But I understand the reason why they took them away, but still, it's just... I, I want them why back. did they take them away? I think because they thought like, people would like, grab them, you know, or like, you know, it would get, it would get tangled but up. And, like, why not wait until that happens before you're like, take what? the fun thing away? Oh fucking no, dude. <laughs> Answer <laughs> me. <laughs> well, because then James Johnson's going to he's going to wear like one of those spiked ball and chains on top. Oh yeah, of James his Johnson puts on a, a ninja headband. It's over. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're yeah just that's like, why. It's like it's the same reason we can't let. Uh, it's the same reason we could let Dennis Rodman smoke on the court. It would be too cool. <laughs> He'd be too zoned in. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that man talk after a drag? He's unstoppable. <laughs> Snag a rebound in one hand, smoke a cigarette in the other. So, so it's funny. So, like, so this question came up, right? And then the Orlando Magic Reddit account replied and said, "Would you guys be interested in Fournier, who is trained in judo, to compete your to complete your Power Ranger squad?" <laughs> it's gonna be a terrifying looking Zordon, though. I know, dude. Or, uh, Megazord, sorry, Zordon's the uh, Rick, Car- Rick Carlisle's technically our Zordon. Yeah, Zord- Zordon's the guy in the head, like the head, right? In the <laughs> yeah, Rangers. Oh my yeah. god, so fucking weird. Anyway, no, uh, I, I don't want Fournier now. So no, no, thank you, Orlando Magic Reddit. We're not. Most we're not are, anything. Most Give us are, Eric Gordon though. <laughs> Eric Gordon? No, Aaron Gordon. Eric I would take Gordon. Fournier. That's just me. Eh, I, I don't know. I I don't. I, I don't know what we need him for, but I, yeah, he can hang out. <laughs> oh, you mean for the podcast? Seems like, yeah, it seems like a cool dude. <laughs> hang out, okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. Next question comes from Dave. He asks, uh, why do I love Willie Cauley-Stein so much? Because he's the closest we have to Rodman. He's, he's, he's honestly, he seems like a cool-ass dude, man. Like, Yeah, he seems real nice. You know, like his, his social media presence is really cool. Like, he always has, like, these really cool... Uh, really cool like videos with like cool music and just like the production values are really really fucking good yeah, uh, good vibes does what he good, needs good to vibes, do you know? he likes Seems anime. to be working hard you know he's cool, he's cool with cool me guy. so yeah i don't know i don't know why people wouldn't like him you know you know maybe like obviously like he this will be like his first year like full first full year like under a rick carl's carlisle system and under a good nba head coach yeah, you know, yeah under a good nba head coach you know and steve is good but golden state was tanking doesn't count right yeah i will i will say that he's kind of like the weird like love child of like javel mcgee and uh birdman anderson just spliced it to a person and just like that's kind of his game that's kind of how i've looked at it just rim runner you know blocks of shots yeah fine this be a good time to finish my collie stein point from earlier is that yeah yeah um one this is an aside 
just because we're talking about I, I think him as the player, there's still some untapped potential there that maybe totally. we'll see. And even mm-hmm. if we don't, he serves a, a, a purpose because if Powell's not right, we still got Willie Collistein for right. that Picking athletic role man. You know, Rick needs that. So cool. Good stuff. But um, I think that because everyone's like, oh, we signed Collistein. I, I honestly think he was always going to be coming back um, to come back. Yeah, I felt no matter who we signed, yeah. because if you think back to October, I uh, was, I think a Mark Stein article talking about, or he's talking to about something Collie Stein had said on a podcast. And now he bought a house in Dallas. He's chilling in Dallas, like whatever. It yeah, just kind of seemed yeah. like he was waiting to see what happened. And so were we, and then it's like, all right, we'll sign you for this much. Cool. Sounds good, dude. I'm cool. I'm just yeah, hanging out. You know. I'm really Collie Stein. I'm really chill, but I think he was always coming back. Yeah. Even if we got Gasol. I don't know why, but it just kind of seemed like came back that way. Yeah, it kind of seemed like that was a done deal yeah. beforehand. That's just my opinion. But I'm, we'll I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. I think that was we, – we needed that. We needed something. <laughs> Next question comes from DirkFan87. He asks, question, over under uh, 1.5 rounds, it would take James Johnson to knock out Marcus Morris. <laughs> This is for Squish. <laughs> Repeat I mean, that beautiful question. All I heard was knockout Marcus Morris. Okay. One point over under 1.5 rounds to for James Johnson to, to knock out Marcus Morris. Under? Under? Yeah. I mean, like, I think Morris is just a guy that's like a good pest that just likes being like it, it just the perfect example of like the schoolyard bully. That's like in every like children's cartoon. That's just like just a little bit yeah. taller and just like you know messing them around and just be like you're not really cool. And then like they can get actually get decked and start crying. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm I'm I, I think he's tough till someone tougher pops him in the mouth. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm not saying that's me. I don't want to fight Marcus Morris. He's no, too tall. Absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, James Johnson fighting Marcus Morris. Yeah, I'll, I'll put money on James. Yeah. He's literally yeah. a human weapon. It, it wouldn't take long. He would be ground beef <laughs> his, in 30 his seconds. His nickname is fucking Bloodsport, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't fight a guy whose nickname is Bloodsport. Yeah, expect like, to be standing 10 to 15 seconds after that, love that adventure take, begins. Take care of yourself. Like, Don't do that. <laughs> Our next question comes from a very interesting at um, Carlisle's Burner. <laughs> Uh, do y'all need an intern slash blog writer slash content and social guy and it signed off from rick sometimes something tells me that this might not really be rick carlisle it might might not be but uh but you know i don't think rick's hurting for an internship yeah no i don't think so (laughs) he's pretty gainfully employed right now at the moment but you know if he ever gets fired sure he could yeah i mean but i think we are going to be looking into like adding some more people to the roster uh coming up pretty soon uh when it comes to like writing stuff, um, mostly, especially during um, the slash, season, yeah, and you know maybe sometimes you know jumping on the podcast and stuff like that. But at the, I know, we'll get back to you. Uh, we'll talk to uh, the editor in chief, Bryce, about that. So yeah. So next question comes from uh, <laughs> Luca Dumpthick. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking assholes and y'all's great names. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. What unsigned, undrafted players? Damn, would you like to see the Mavs offer a two-way contract to? I'm high on Caleb Wesson coming out of OSU. 
Well, Dude, I, I think that that's already been kind of answered for us because I think they just they just signed like three uh, rookie free agents uh, or undrafted free agents, uh, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. We got Nate Hinton um, out of Houston, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. He's kind of a rangy guard kind of guy. Seems to be a pretty like more of a defensive specialist. That, dude's, sort a, of that thing. dude's a fucking dog, though, man. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Panda Hank showed <clears throat> me his highlights, and it was just like him just like aggressively ag- taking away boards from people and just mm-hmm. like just not just mine throwing throw <laughs> just throwing mine? his body into like careless you know just like careless abandon so mm. uh we got a we got a sort of, i guess this counts as a local guy uh frederick gillespie uh he's yep. from baylor uh six mm-hmm. foot nine uh four kind of i don't know too much about him but i'm just kind of reading out some things here and uh Devontae patterson um who was in Prairie View AM yep. and I don't know where that's at. Wait, Patterson was homeschooled 2014 when he moved with Neil Hawks, the brother-in-law of Mark Cuban. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, the what? Story <laughs> huh. Oh uh, shit. <laughs> wow. That's uh oh, that's uh, interesting. Mean, this this is Wikipedia. <laughs> like at one point they did say that uh Josh Green was 95 feet tall and 3000 pounds. <laughs> It's like, oh my God, he's the size of a truck. That, that Luca, Luca was Luca was the owner of the Houston Rockets. <laughs> God, some good edits along the along along the way. I love those edits. I did. Uh, I think my favorite Wikipedia ever edit ever was uh what was it the u.s soccer goalie uh he was temporarily the secretary of defense oh fucking tim, tim howard <laughs> yeah bro tim fucking howard i love that oh. Oh, i miss that guy <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't unfortunately like, i don't really know too many like undrafted guys like i just if they're not signed by us or by anybody really i don't know who they are um i apologize for not really looking into that further Following college basketball is like the like we mentioned this uh, two pods ago, but uh, college basketball is kind of a hard thing to watch. Um, it's yeah. de- like unless you were like zoning in on a prospect, I think it's just an inferior product of basketball. Like it's it's a I, I'm happy to see kids have those opportunities, and you know it's cool to see certain guys stand out, but like there's a reason these, these highlight videos of scouts are so uh, appealing is because, I mean, God, these are 35 second glimpses of really cool stuff. And then, you know, that's out of how much game film, you know what I mean? Hours and hours of just guys dribbling up, pass to the post, pass back, swing, swing, go to the other post. It's just, ah, man, like, Tradition, traditional basketball still very much exists in uh, college. And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't watch it anymore. Yeah. Or I watch very little of it before that reason. Squish, you got anything to add? I was sad the Doink Nabisco deal fell through. He <laughs> was the only undrafted <laughs> prospect I had in my own. And I guess he's fucked off back to Germany. I don't know. I guess so. Come to Wurzburg, I guess. Seemed really jazzed <laughs> about signing. I don't know what happened. Let's see. Next question comes from Bibbs. I love this fucking question so much. <laughs> okay. Bibbs around the podcast asks, how much are you, are you paying for a pay-per-view of Marcus Morris versus James Johnson in the octagon? What's your max? The penalty for anyone streaming or posting clips online is 
20 years in prison, no exceptions. <laughs> so the pay-per-view is the only way you could see the fight. Oh, okay. I like this. I like the, the high stakes here. I, know. I was like, damn, dude. Like, well, uh, he, probably, he probably knew that I was going to be like, I would just illegally stream it. But. Right. Yeah. Let's say uh, tw- I'll go 20 bucks because that's how much I want to see a single punch. Because that's all it would take. I, 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 put, I put 100 on it. Honda PPV. Yeah. All right. I'll do it. What about 200. you? 200. Damn, 200? $200. Holy shit. Just to, just just, to see it happen. Okay, tell you what. I would pay it for 200 bucks if they just showed the replay of him putting his foot on Luca's ankle, like going out of the way to like fuck with his yeah. already injured ankle, and then... Go and then, and then go right into the fight. I'm like, okay, <laughs> if you know what, two hundred bucks, I'll throw it down. That's like fine. okay, yeah, okay, hundred, two hundred, around there. Okay, cool. That's such I do, a good question. I do, I do like how basically Mavs Twitter has collectively said, like, finally, no, that, someone that, that, that can punch so, him in the mouth. Be be two hundred, right? But hundred and eighty of that is going directly into James Johnson's pocket because it'd be 20 so I could watch. But the hundred and eighty, like I had mailed him with a note that says, make it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> make it interesting so maybe he's like Are you revenge wounding him <laughs> revenge. no 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 it's making it interesting like maybe he stomps on morris's ankle and uh slaps oh, him in the neck a few times off, and then uh, then really fights him you know i don't know how come every time squish is on the pod there's always just this violent uh role play of fantastically destroying either a referee or a rival player it's what he brings it's it's what he brings to the fucking table. I am every time. I am the chaos. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm not sorry. We're so <laughs> let's see. I'm I'm so appreciative of it. Thank you. Okay. Bring Amog, let's see. <laughs> Amog asks, why don't big names want to come to Dallas? Um Porzingis is a pretty large name. Just character wise. That's a lot of so. <laughs> and, and I think there's Marjanovic, which is pretty like. And we also had Penny and, Smith. And, and one quick interjection before some smart ass goes, but we traded for Porzingis. He right. had to want to stay, and he did. Yeah. So he we re-signed, did he re-signed if we want to call it that as free agency. So, I mean, the way I see it right now is that, again, like we talked about earlier, where it's like guys do probably, but we will when Luca is top dog in the NBA, like, he's not quite there yet, mm-hmm. you know, admittedly. Um, and also, like, in the past, like, Dirk was never a guy who, like, wanted to team up with people or seemed to, like, he was never, he never seemed like he was interested in actually, like, recruiting people here, you know? Like, he was never that type of player to really just... Or he kind of was a guy that just kind of kept to himself for the most part. Yeah, I mean, like, he, did, know, and like, he, he made friends with Nash, but, yeah. like, that was definitely more Nash being the extrovert yeah, and, yeah. And putting the hand forward more than uh, him being like, Hey, Steve, we got to take on this world together, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think also part of it is just, this is what I, the hardest part about having your best player be an international player is that you don't have the decade of AAU ball uh, politics yeah. that you've, you've now trained with these guys for years and have been on teams with them and have shared hotel rooms with these guys. And, and you already have memories with these certain dudes. I mean, that that's just not the same as like what, you know, Lucas 17 and playing professional ball over there, you know, that's, yeah. that's a different culture. Yeah. So, you know, I just, you know, I, I you know, I just, and I think, I think these two guys like, you know, apparently, you know, Luca and Josh Richardson didn't like work out together, stuff like that. So he is starting to like kind of plant those seeds of like, hey, like, 
you should want to come here. I, you know, I'm willing to bet there's a heavy amount of Luca recruiting people that we won't see in the next Ever. year. Yeah, especially yeah, going it's into like next summer Absolutely. because he he knows he knows the deal. He knows, yeah. he knows like, you know, like in the NBA has changed, you know, since and Dirk was here. You a know, lot's like, changed. Probably. And I, we've got this reputation for big names not coming here. But if you think, I mean, context matters too. Yes, we went all in and it backfired. At the same time, the people we missed out on, you can make a counterpoint that they went to more attractive destinations. Like Dwight Howard. What was that? He went to Houston that time. Yes, that's, that's when he went to Houston. A young, Houston. budding James Harden, right? Wasn't that what happened? Yes. It didn't work out, but that's more attractive than Dirk entering his mid thirties or in his mid thirties. Totally. You know, they they look at market money team on the rise. We weren't on the rise. We were pretty good going. Yeah. We're starting to, it's more appealing to say, Hey, here's a guy entering his prime. than here's a guy exiting his prime as great as Dirk stayed. Like, right. They weren't interested in, in a torch passing so much as a, I want also prime star next to me. Right, yeah. and that's not discounting Dirk because in Dallas we know the deal. Like we knew if Dirk had a guy, like he could still get it done. But absolutely, yeah. Other players don't think like fans and people no, that keep track of no, players no. and teams. I also, um, I also, I think Dirk at one point has he's one of the I don't know best best players ever that like that has never like that has not had an, an additional All Star on his team. I think he, like he sets one of the records for like people that have gotten a championship with the like in his career, like he has had, I think it's something like five, like five players have been an all-star. All-star at some point. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, and and when they were on the same team as him or something like that, it was like, uh, I think might've been Terry at one point or no, Josh Howard. Josh Howard was one. Yeah. That was like the, one of the only few in Steve Nash, I think. I think I don't know. I don't know if he was a, I don't know if he was an all-star with, with Dirk. Nash and Finley were all stars with Derek once, I think. Okay. okay. Like as a trio. I, think. I have. Didn't I Finley, have Finley was an all star more than once, wasn't he? I don't think so. Think if if he was, was, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall. I don't believe so. He was an all star in my eyes, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> in the the eyes of the NBA. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just the the fan colored glasses. <laughs> See, next question comes from Ian. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Um. He says tag team match, Morris twins, <laughs> Morris twins versus James Johnson and Josh Richardson. <laughs> oh my God, let's make it interesting. Can it be James Johnson and JJ Barea? <laughs> I mean, I it's it's still James now. Johnson, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because I, no, it's James Johnson. But I, I guarantee you, Barea could scrap no, if he had to. I say JJ and JJ. Listen, let's put yeah, the, one, the double JJs. Put the Wonder Twins against. Johnson, I think he can take both down. I know, I think, yeah, dude. A handicap match. No, it's like, Survivor it's like, no, Series. It's like this question has this, this question has Josh Richardson, but I'm like, dude, Jay Richards is gonna just like be on the side. Like that Instagram does sound like a real fight. tag team. Like, real wrestlers. Like, yeah, the like, Morris Twins versus Bloodsport. <laughs> Live in Hell in the Cell. No, I got, I got, I got James Johnson, dude. James Johnson. Like, it doesn't matter. He, he could have a jar mayonnaise as a tag team partner. He'd still win. Ten out of ten times, bro. Let's see. Next question comes from Charles. He asks, um, while the general thought that Tyrell Terry can replace Seth's offensive production, how close do you think he is actually he actually is to reaching that potential as a rookie in Carlisle's system? That's the other thing about some of these rookies. I think with Tyrell, 
uh, with Terry, he fills a, an immediate need. And that's pretty much, if you look at Carlisle's record of working with rookies, like he's kind of forced to yeah, forced use to them. Do, yeah. So you can even go back to when he was coaching the Detroit Pistons. Like he did not play Tayshaun Prince. He was like, and like no, he was he basically forced to because Tayshaun was that good. And like, eventually he's like, all right, I got to start giving this guy minutes and start developing him. And so I think he, that's the reason that I'm more excited about uh, Tyler Terry than I am, I'm uh, sorry, Tyrell Terry than Tyler Bay. Um, or I'm sorry, actually Josh Green, to be perfectly honest. I think Tyler Bay has a more like niche, like, okay, I could see a situation where he needs to be plugged in to be a, just a defensive stopper. Um, and then you have... Uh, Josh Green, like he seems to do a lot of things well, and he's got some pretty damn awesome athleticism and good measurements, this whole thing. But I think like Tyrell Terry definitely fits in that Seth Curry role, like they like they mentioned. And I, I think, I don't know, I, I'm really excited to see what he can do. And uh, apparently, I mean, guards just do well with Carlisle, I, I, with the exception of like what Rondo, Delon Wright didn't really seem to flourish. I don't know. Yeah. I think part of that was just because you know what, eventually you just got to go to who's playing better. And when J.J. Barea at 42 or however old he is, um, is, is playing what better. Is that than in, what is that in Hobbit years? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, like 10? 10, J.J.'s 10. Um, or Jalen Brunson was playing better than him. And, you know, again, another second rounder is doing better than you. I, I think ultimately it just makes sense that uh, – you know, Carlisle's going to give an opportunity to this guy. I'm really excited to see where he develops because it just sounds like the potential's through the roof and he can already do elite things that guards are expected to do here. Like, I don't want to say, like, again, I think a Seth Curry comparison is pretty apt uh, as opposed to some people throwing the Steph name around. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he could easily be a Seth swap. Like, if his IQ is what it's supposed to be. There was that article about him breaking a record for an mm. IQ test with several mm, NBA teams, um, mm. which is crazy. Yeah. Like highest score ever, broke a record or whatever. But, uh, you know, that IQ is there, and he doesn't have the rookie jitters, and that shot's there. I think he's got minutes. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. It's, it's hard how, to say how many, but, How often do you hear a scout where there's just like, he's just too smart. We can't do it. Right. <laughs> like, the, there's smarter people than I that are more plugged in. Right. Uh, yeah and the scouting scene and all that that say he's going to be really fucking good and i'm inclined to trust that and mm -hmm. I, I you know it's always that fun time of the year when you get rookies on your team and you're rooting for the guys to like come in and figure it out as soon as possible or like what are they going to bring or like are we going to strike gold are we going to be the team that just finds a guy that comes out and is good now oh, and oh, is yeah. going to be a starter at the very least you know that it's an exciting time yeah i think we drafted pretty well I think we did too. Yeah. Next cool. question comes from Ryan. <laughs> Ryan asks, "What's the best Super Nintendo game ever?" My grandma oh my still had my grandma still has had hers boxed up in her house, and recently gave it to me. My kids just got to watch me throw the controller because I still suck at Super Mario. <laughs> best Super Nintendo game ever. So okay, so my answer is definitely like nostalgia base slash like my dad blah blah. Um, so we had Nintendo. We had Nintendo growing up. Actually, he bought a Nintendo like a couple months before I was born, and my mom was really mad at him because it was like, "Why would you buy this when 
about to have a kid. Anyway, so, so growing up, we would play uh, Street Fighter 2. And in my head, like that's like the greatest game of all time because I played all the time and I could never beat my dad ever, like ever, like could beat him. Like he just like knew all the fucking combinations and like would never give me time to actually try to learn it on my own. You know, he was like, okay, we're going to play. I'm going to beat your ass at this game. So that game forever will be like my favorite game of all time just because it was like one of those things that me and my dad did growing up together. So, uh, Mine, I'm going to go a little deep cut because uh, I did actually get one of those uh, SNES minis. Oh, um, nice. Uh, and uh, actually I got it from a Craigslist fight and he actually had a mod. Like he has like a little USB mod that what? he put into it. Yeah, so I not only got it turbo illegal, but who cares? Um, but like, uh, it's like... Uh, Basically, any SNES game that's ever uh, been made, uh, every Sega Genesis game, what uh, the fuck? like uh, Game Boy, regular NES, all this stuff. So I, I was a little overwhelmed because there's like so many things to pick from, but I still think my favorite's uh, Secret of Mana. Uh, that's one of the best, like, okay, games. yeah. Um, the, the best part about it is like actually being able to like be in combat with it uh, rather than it being like the turn base, which is basically yeah. what most of them did. Um, I thought ultimately that that one was the one that got me stoked about video games was Secret of Mana. Nice. Noise. Um, like Mario was good. I had a lot of Super Nintendo games. I think I'll just go based on my favorites. I mean, that's necessarily the best games, but it's a tie for me. I had okay. the, the tie at my number one spot. It'll be the Power Rangers side scroller game. Yes, because it was fun, okay. and uh, then you could play as the Zords later. And guys, we're missing this. We're 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 uh, all yeah. we're all wrong. Um, yeah, it's NBA Jam. NBA Jam is good too, oh, but God. I'm gonna go with Mario Kart based yeah. on the most ridiculous reason possible, and that is just because uh, you know how in Mario Kart, at least the that version of the game, probably the other ones too, but I just remember this specifically, like when other characters would pass you they had like a noise they would make to taunt you but fucking bowser whenever he would pass you would just make the a noise that made me lose my shit every time <laughs> see pass you and he'd just go whoa <laughs> was it uh, <laughs> i would laugh my ass off every time well well impersonated that's a very low one. very low standards for my favorite super nintendo game apparently. great question all right let's see uh we did get a question from a guy named Ollie saying, wait, you have a podcast? <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, I'm answering the, I think that's a pretty easy answer. Um, I'm answering this like just to be super meta. So that's good. <laughs> Next question goes from uh, uh, Master T. He, uh, they ask, um, what free agents should the Mavs target next season? And there's a lot of fucking free agents next season. So which is good because we have cap space. But uh, I want you honest. So sure. <laughs> I think that's just going to be across the board here. That's just who I want. We, we need ju- we need we need us some Giannis. Oh God damn it! Please don't start that shit. Yeah, dude. Giannis <laughs> G- G- and Adekumpo. That's us. Someone say Giannis. Oh, oh Jerry Jones. He walked in. I, I, just, I, I have a sensor. You know, I'm a, I'm a filthy rich man. I just have the sensor in my big ass mansion, sitting in my Texas shaped swimming pool. It just tells me when the the phrase "Giannis" is uttered in a nearby distance, and I just join the Zoom call. So it's like searching your own name and your mentions, like in Twitter. Exactly, just... but for the giant Greek anus. <laughs> I wanted to play for the Dallas Cowboys and the Mariners. Oh, my God, dude. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, and if we play the card, cards right, I think we could get Call He Leonard as well. <laughs> the great Call He? 
the great call he this great call he's birthday i think it's so fucking late fuck you (laughs) anyway i gotta go massage dak's leg i'll be back So mad that he left before I could ask him anything. <laughs> oh my god! I was just so shell shocked that Jerry just got on the call. I, I did. I did. I didn't know I even sent him the Zoom link. Apparently, he has access to this. I think when you're wealthy, it just happens. Is he, just has, a he just has access to Zoom. He just goes that one. <laughs> they say giatus. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> the dueling oh. Jerry Jones. <laughs> Okay, next question. <laughs> how, many, how many retweets for a Jerry off? <laughs> next question. That'll be. I might tweet that out later. <laughs> <laughs> next question comes from Sammy. Ooh, okay. Uh, he asks um, If Porzingis couldn't stay healthy, would we be a fresh on exit again? Like this uh, next. This I think we're more, well, we're more well rounded because I think the, the thin part of our bench has been shipped off for very uh yeah i would say more battle-worn players you've got uh josh richardson that you know had a pretty deep run in the playoffs with the with the sixers or has has been with the sixers and the heat both in playoff Mm. minutes uh james johnson's you know weathered veteran and we've discussed his fighting uh capabilities so we know that he would be (laughs) a a perfect a playoff enforcer so you know in addition to uh, it, like the youth that we got, they're pro- you know, discounting rookie jitters, whatever. It just sounds like we actually have wing depth. Uh, yeah. The only thing I would say is that we just don't have size right now. And now, granted, that's seeming less and less important in this league. But when the top Western Conference teams are, you, you got Jokic, uh, Anthony, yeah, Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, James Wiseman is now in this conference. I mean, we got to talk about him since he's now playing with Golden State, which are yeah. going to be, they're going to be good. Be. Yeah, they could be. Uh, back <clears> so, there, so. DeAndre, play, they're going to be good because Kelly Oubre is not a pushover. He's no joke. No, he's not. He's also very beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. What a sweet boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I just think. More like Kelly Oubre, am I right? Wow, Jesus! That hasn't been said like hundred times on Twitter. Has it? <laughs> he just broke one of my ribs. Wow. <laughs> uh, you know, if if you can't say healthy, if Porzingis can't say healthy, I think like I feel like we'll be okay. You know, I feel like this team is yeah. more tailor made around Luca's strengths than yeah. necessarily Porzingis' strengths, especially with having a bunch of people that can make up for his defensive yeah. limitations. It's almost like KP is a bonus. Yeah, that KP's like a bonus well, and it, it's not to discount his presence. Like, obviously, we need that guy, but this yeah. team is built around Luca. Yeah. Wow. Even so. KP is a pizza around Luca. Yeah, um, and listening to Don Tar, I, mean, I, I would, I would say that this team is built to weather that storm a little better if KP can't go. Because if you think about it in the context of the playoff series that we lost, one could make the argument that if that team were a little bigger on the perimeter and a little tougher had a little more defenders. Luca alone may have been enough to win that series. Yeah. If yeah. I mean those games other than that one, like we were competing and we just didn't have it. We're a little stronger yeah. now, even without KP. So who knows? It's gonna be interesting. And I just had the thought it, it's gonna be interesting seeing so I think we did get bigger, but we're light on the bigs, if that makes sense. 
I, it's going to be interesting yeah, to see yeah. what our bigs do when we have better perimeter guys too. So it's not just That's a free true. parade to the rim. So who, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but Rick's got some tools in his bag yeah, now, and it's going to be fun. And we we fucking know Rick. Rick didn't have like the like the final final like you know lineup ready until like the playoffs. So you know, That's that mad mad science. <laughs> don't fucking get it, dude. Like he just was fucking around all fucking season, and finally got to the playoffs. Was like, okay, here's the fucking lineup now. <laughs> We're like, and what? it worked, and it worked pretty well for a little bit. More like so. piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, jesus okay last question oh this question okay Uh, an account called deep state mavericks (laughs) asked uh thoughts on the second mavs twitter civil war do you think it's fair people it's fair people be are being treated as guilty by association thanks um so first of all um i didn't know there was a civil war or like a first one at all? I've turned off my notifications, so I wasn't yeah, I, told. I, I don't know any of the stuff that's been going on. So, uh, you know, I mean, I guess I've seen, I had some people like ask me about stuff and I really don't know kind of what's going on really. Uh, you know, guys like, yeah, I'm on Twitter, but I, I'm literally, I just tweet like very uh, stream of consciousness on there. <laughs> um, you know, I tweet very stream of consciousness. Uh, I work, I have a day job. So, you know, that actually pays my bills. Like, this is for fun. <laughs> so, you know, unless the Mavs do want to offer me, offer me a, you know, a, a job somewhere. But until then, you know, like, I'm just doing this for fun. I don't know anything about really a civil war. That's such a weird way to put it. <laughs> but, I, I, I would say that it is hyperbole as far as you can extend that word's meaning. I think ultimately, um, I think some people can get, take things a little personally and it's really easy to when you are dealing with an app that's basically blocks of texts and faces and it's really easy to get upset and interpret things a certain way so what i'm saying is just a public disclaimer the only reason i am doing this the only reason i'm on twitter is to have a more connected conversation about the team i love it's the reason i do this podcast it's the reason we do this thing is because we love the Dallas Mavericks. We love being dorks about sports and this specific team. And I, the fact that anyone could take it as like an attack on their personal, uh, like I, I, I'm sorry that that was ever interpreted that way. Uh, I know I'm not really involved in any of this because I have the clout of a goldfish, but um, that's, I feel there might be goldfish that have more followers now that I think about it, but uh, let's look it up. up. Go follow Don. (laughs) Uh, That's really what I'm getting at is, can I please get more clout so I could be a part of this civil war? I need to arm more disciples. (laughs) Must have this much clout to war. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if our president's taught us. I'll piggyback on what Don said. I mean, the bird is for a bunch of sports dorks nerding out about the Mavs and having a good time. And it doesn't, it's just a bunch of dorks saying words about the Mavs as far as I'm concerned. And it doesn't have to be a big deal and, you know, lean into the good stuff. Uh, and I don't think we should be bullying our own. I will say that we that's, all want that's to just kick back and root for the Mavs. Not that I'm accusing anyone, but I, I just I don't know what's going on. So yeah, it, it, I think it's kind of hyperbole, but yeah, have fun. That's you can't what, have, get that's, on the bird. Just kick back, have a good time, and if someone's being a dick, just block them. 
Move on. Well you know? said. I think that's the official stance of the, the Hoops and Have a Pies podcast. Or if Hang I around. like you, I'll troll them for you. Like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I like, don't bully them. unless Say my name it. three times in a mirror and I will yeah, quote tweet them. Shot. Squish 41. Squish 41. Squish 41. Ah. <laughs> uh, Start a cash app service. <laughs> cash app service. Like a little extra money doing just, this. Yeah, just a side hustle, uh, getting people to pay me to troll people that are... Specifically doing... on Mavs Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mavs Twitter bodyguard services. The Mavs Twitter mercenary for hire. Uh, well, we've, we've, <laughs> we've politely gotten off the rails at just the right time. So, guys, yeah. it's good to be back. It's good to have the offseason to talk about. It's good talking Mavs with everybody. Uh, we appreciate everyone. So, real quick, I did actually want to shout out a specific listener. Um, so, uh, one of our – by the way, I will be mailing out or actually delivering uh, one of our uh, – the prizes from our giveaway. I've just – it's been a crazy couple of weeks, but uh, appreciate your patience on that. Uh, one of them was our uh, listener, Rutuj, uh, who, I mean, probably due to the fact that we're recording 10 hours, I didn't submit a question, but he's been doing it forever. Um, he won uh, one of our uh, prize giveaways, um, and he's in India. And I will say that uh, we greatly underestimated how expensive it is to send a very small thing to India. It is very expensive. Um, so I was just like, hey, we're going to find some way of getting something to you and his response uh, i i'm sure he wouldn't mind me reading this uh he says like he had something in mind about the award anyways he said if possible please donate the winnings to an orphanage or a homeless shelter um it's a big gift wow. for me that y'all accepted me into the mffl community especially being an outsider never did i endure any form of racism or was told to shut up because i was not from the u.s uh something that i've suffered in the past so thank you for entertaining us with the pod it makes my sundays uh i hope to meet y'all at a dallas uh, mavs game in the future so i wanted to end the show on that positivity because this is the reason that we do stuff like this um Rituj, you are the man um we're, we're gonna find something to get out to you we're just gonna do it through a different way than just snail mailing it through U- ups for 200 bucks but anyways uh we're gonna figure something out you're the man uh, we are going to donate uh on behalf of the mffls to uh, a, a local uh orphanage or homeless shelter we'll we'll yep. announce that at another time um but that it's seeing that selflessness and seeing someone say like, Hey, this has been a cool thing that I met through the internet. Now let's do some real change. Uh, that's how you make the world a better place guys. So I just wanted to leave it on that. So for, uh, you can find, uh, Dick Nowitzki, uh, AKA at squish 41 on Twitter. You can find Ruben at red Mavericks. Uh, and you can find me at Don underscore denim on Twitter. We all contribute to the MFFLs.com. Uh, you can also follow that, uh, Twitter handle at the underscore MFFLs. So without further ado, this has been the Hoops and Pepifizens podcast. Have a great week and be kind to one another. Later, guys. <laughs>